The Voyage of the August, presented by the Electric Light Collective. Being an account of the good ship August and her voyage from the docks at Boston to what fate befell her at sea. Episode 6, Mutiny. Below decks, midshipman's berth. How's the rib, Mr. Douglas? Gives me a twinge or two when I climb the rigging. Ah, good. I reckon you only cracked one or two, else you'd be far less enthusiastic about scaling the masts. Yes, sir. You should heal up fine, then. Carry on. Thank you, sir. Ah, hello. Uh, Pardon me, Mrs. Montague. I come to inquire after your health. Abysmal as always, Doctor. The great beast of the sea wears on my nerves day and night. Laudanum is the only thing that keeps it at bay. I'll procure you some before nightfall, if it please you. If I am not expired by then. Certainly, Mrs. Montague. Perhaps a turn around the deck would ease you. No further advice will be necessary. Thank you, Doctor. Very well. Doctor, a word, if you please. Mr. Teague, what ails you? It's not what ails me, it's what ails the crew. Have you heard of the captain's condition? Ah, it's quite grave, I'm afraid. But I trust he'll make it to England in your care. I certainly hope so. Great, great. Alan, would you tell Mr. Maddox I've shook out the mizzen and main topsails? I'll do my best to inform him. Thanks, Leon. Leon sighs, anxious, and walks to Maddox's cabin, opening the door. Maddox is already inside, brooding. Maddox, Mr. Teague just asked after the captain and asked to inform you that he's shook out the top sails. Ah, is it a main? I suppose. <laughs> this can't continue, Leon. The men will notice at some point. It's terrible bad luck to keep a body aboard a ship past its time. So I say sickness took him. No one will question it. No one else on this ship is a medical man. This is clearly a well-trod argument between the two. I can't ask you to do that. I'm the ranking officer. Won't you think for a goddamn second? Don't go martyring yourself without cause. Without cause? I'm the one who killed him. If you'd gotten his way, we'd both be dead. So... If we turn to piracy, if we take the ship and run off to God knows where, what will we do with the passengers, with your Sophia? I... We we need to think this through. Every part. A man can't just jump into a life like that. You may know the men better than I, but even I can see they followed you off the edge of the world. The passengers. Uh, We can let them off at the Canaries, maybe, or the Azores. They'll tell the company. Then we'll have the whole navy hunting us for pirates. I'm willing to take that chance. I refuse to kill them. Very well. So you're going to tell the crew you murdered the captain? What else am I supposed to do? Let me just say he was ill. Let it be on my head. I won't allow you to do that. Why not? Because I killed him for you. What? What the hell do you mean? He knew. What do you mean he knew? Be straight with me, man. That little rat, Smith. The captain believed him, and he thought that I... he would see you hanged. I cannot bear for that to happen. 
Maddox. Maddox, a man can want more than one thing at a time. It wasn't me who saw another take his rightful place as captain. You think I killed Blackwall out of jealousy? There is pride in you, my friend, like a dark seed put down roots. I know that it kills you to stand idly by and see your men loyal to someone else. I know it kills you to be burdened by your illness. My illness is of little consequence. I will not lie to you, Leon. I have... I've done a great many terrible things in this life, but I would not lie to you, even about this. I know you to be honest with me. It is your honesty with yourself I am more concerned with. Leon, you must know how deeply I care for you. I do not doubt you, Maddox. But I submit you must look past that and acknowledge your own ambitions and your limitations. And I... I also care deeply for you. Words cannot do it justice. Do you know this? I cared for you and, and your courage and ambitions and your limitations all at once. I dearly hope that both our love not be misplaced. I'm going to talk to the crew. Sophia. Miss Sophia, I must speak with you. Doctor, what in God's name is going on up there? Get below now. I fear Mr. Maddox may lose control of the situation, and I must speak with you immediately. I know Mr. Maddox cares for What's you. What's going on? The sound of the crew fades as Leon and Sophia go below decks. Mr. Maddox is... he's trying to take control of the ship and turn the crew to piracy. We're intending to let all passengers off at Ireland or, or Spain, depending on where we make land. Damn and blast! Miss Sophia! Do not strain to scold me for proprietor's sake, Doctor. I would rather speak plainly with you. Miss Sophia, we do not have the time. I have just heard that a ship of my father's is to become a pirate ship. I've seen a man killed this past week. And our Mr. Maddox, who has known me since I could scarcely walk, is choosing the life of a criminal over the judgment that awaits him in England. That is his right to run from justice, I believe, it should be mine also to rightly choose my fate. 
The situation is more complex than you might think. Do I look like I give a damn, Dr. de Isla? I do not look to my life in England with eagerness, nor back to America with longing. My father is a corrupt man who consorts with other corrupt men. Captain Blackwall's position was granted out of nepotism, not for his skill as a leader of men. You and I both know that Mr. Mannix is the rightful captain of this ship. Be that as it may... I will join you. What? I will be a fugitive of the law, with you and Mr. Maddox. Miss Sophia, I cannot allow this. Doctor. Let me speak. Miss Sophia, you have only seen 18 summers, fewer still on the deck of a ship. Your life has been comfortable, safe. I'm sure your mother and Mr. Montague care for you. Don't throw that away. We will have to make landfall anyway to let the other passengers leave. Please consider it. Do you think my family, my mother, truly gives a fig for my well-being or happiness, Dr. Dessler? My childhood was a loveless one. My adolescence was crueler still. There is no more exquisite torture than to be confined by prettiness and decadence and the resentments of everyone around me, to be surrounded on all sides by it and see the beauty of a different life tangled just out of reach. I've not ever been able to choose what to make of my life, Doctor? I am standing on the threshold of the doorway out. Then I would not scold you for being ungrateful, Miss Sophia. I ask only that you consider the life you intend to choose, and remember that the devil you know may be kinder than the devil you don't. Very well. I owe you and myself that much, at least. Mr. Lawrence, what's going on? Uh, uh, doctor! Jesus, are, are you injured? Not mine. Whose <laughs> blood? There's a man dead, Doctor. Dead! Miss Sophia, please excuse me, I must attend. Mr. Lawrence, get yourself cleaned up. Devil takes his soul. Oh, poor old 